The Money Podcast by best-selling author of Money, Rob Moore, dives into how to make, manage, and master money. How to know more, make more, and give more. How to save, invest, and raise money. The Money Podcast is for anyone who wants to make more money in a job, profession, or passion. For money masters and money disasters. They say money doesn't make you happy. Rob says it does. Hi, it's Rob Moore here. Now, if there's one fear that I think most people starting or scaling a business has, well, all linked to this one fear, it is failure. And that could be fear of making a mistake, fear of looking kind of stupid, fear of losing, that could be money, respect, credibility, uh, and sometimes even a fear of success which seems strange. And I wrote a book called Start Now, Get Perfect Later. And up with money, that's probably my most successful book. And certainly since the lockdown, I've seen the sales of my book, Start Now, Get Perfect Later, go way up. And more people refer to my book, Start Now, Get Perfect Later, than any other book that I've written. So this video and podcast is for you. If there's things you know you should do, but you're not doing, you want to do, but you haven't yet done or had the courage or made the time to do. If you're a procrastinator, an analyzer, a a, a worrier, if you get overwhelmed quite quickly and easily, if this disruption and the lockdown has disrupted you in some way and you've not yet found your feet, then this content is for you. Now, to some degree, I don't want to overcomplicate this. So I'll give you the simple solution and then maybe the more detailed solution. The simple solution, please stop commenting on my beard. Look at how ginger that is in the sun. Oh, ladies. (laughs) Anyway, stop putting me off. This is serious. Um, On a simple level, stop fucking about and try it out. Stop worrying start living, start doing, stop procrastinating, start testing, stop being so scared, just go and get yourself uncomfortable. Like Gary has just said, just take some action. Now that's the simple thing. Get out of your own way, get out of your own comfort zone, start now, get perfect later. Now, if the start now, get perfect later mantra were that easy, everyone would be doing the thing they want to do, the thing they need to do, the thing they have been putting off. Everyone would be starting their part-time or full-time business. Everyone would be chasing their dreams. Everyone would be taking action, being persistent and relentless. Everyone would be doing it. So sometimes you just need a kick up the arse to say, look, stop fucking about, start testing. Stop fucking about, start trying it out. Let go of the need for control and perfection and um, be in the moment of discovery. So, do you need to have a word with yourself? Do you need to get out of your own way? Do you need to stop worrying and start testing? If so, crack the fuck on with it. Now, then there's the the deeper um, how-to solutions. So, let's look at the fears. 
Fear of success. Why do people fear success? Oh, well, my friends will say I've changed. People will judge me. I will get critics and trolls. Yeah, and what's the problem with that? Like, I'd much rather someone said, Rob, you've changed, than Rob, you've not changed at all. Like, if, if I saw someone 15 years, not seen them, meet them, and they said, Rob, in 15 years, you've not changed at all. I would be upset. I might even be offended. So some people are worried that other people may perceive that they've changed. I would be more worried if people perceived I'd st stood still. Surely um, the purpose of humanity is to grow, to evolve, to self-actualize. Um, if there is no growth and progress, it's not just standing still, it is falling behind. You're green, you grow, you're ripe, you rot. There is no standing still. You're moving forward or going backwards. So um, why would one fear being a successful version of themselves? Like I said, the judgment of others. But here's the thing, people are going to judge you anyway. People will judge you. I've got a quote there. You can just see it. Look, I put it, even put it on my gym wall. People will hate about you the very thing that is great about you. Let me say that again. People will hate about you the very thing that is great about you. So no matter what you do, people will criticize you, troll you and hate you. They will hate you if you're successful. They will hate you if you're a failure. They will hate you if you're rich. They will hate you if you're poor. They will hate you if you stay in your house. They will hate you if you put yourself out there. But people will love you for being successful. They will love you for being wealthy. They will love you for the help and support and the value that you give to them. In reality, more people will love you if you become successful than would hate you if you weren't successful. Or, or would love you if you weren't successful. So, hmm. next thing then is fear of failure. Well, the paradox of failure is there is no success without failure. It is just impossible. And the most successful people fail the most. And they fail frequently. They fail forward and they fail fast. Let me say that again. They fail frequently, they fail forward, and they fail fast. For fuck. <laughs> A lot of Fs there. So um, there has to be failure in success. So people are scared of failure. Therefore, they don't start now. Therefore, they can't get perfect later but they're scared of success, uh, sorry, of failure. So they don't succeed because they don't try. But the only way to succeed is to fail. So you need to go and collect your failures. Fail forward fast. Fail frequently, but fail fairly. Fail small. Fail safely. Start now, get perfect later. Um, people fear being judged. So they don't start now and get perfect later. You're going to be judged anyway. Um, now, Gary has said here, as long as we love ourselves, I think the more comfortable you are with who you are, the more happy you are to try things. Like if you're comfortable in your own skin and you go and do martial arts and you're the white belt at the back of the class and you're the worst um, student in the room, but you're comfortable with who you are, you know you're not the worst student in the room, you're just the newest student in the room. Ro Roger's just said here, go for no, exactly right. Well, go for no in that if you collect the no's, you'll get more go's. You know, you collect the no's and you'll get forward to the yeses. Sometimes though, when people go for no, they just they're getting the no, but they could get the yes. So I think, um, you know, it's facing rejection, accepting rejection, seeing rejection as feedback rather than rejection as failure. Let me say that again. Seeing rejection as feedback rather than seeing rejection as failure. Because no successful person never got rejected. People think the more successful someone is, the less they get rejected. No, the more they get rejected, the more they get rejected. Now, you will never know how great your life could be 
how wealthy you could be, how successful you could be, how many more people you could impact unless you start now. Now, every master was once a disaster and every winner was once a beginner. Oh, fact, everyone on this planet, like Diana's just said, done is better than perfect because done can get better next time. Version one done leads to version two, leads to version three, but not done leads to nothing. Uh, there are a lot of people out there that are, oh, I'm still working on my book. I'm writing my book. They've been writing their book for 15 years. With self-publishing, you can write a pretty crappy book. You can get some feedback from 100 readers, and then you can write a version two. Um, you could write a book that isn't perfect in terms of the spelling and the grammar. You could get feedback from the, the people who read your book, and then you could print a version two on your second run. And by your version four or your version five, you've got an amazing book. And by the way, here's the thing with perfection. You think you want to create a perfect piece of art, a perfect piece of work. So you spend time and effort and energy when really it's procrastination and fear. Active procrastination is the dangerous one. I'm really busy. I'm convincing myself. I'm really busy. Look at me. I'm really busy. But actually, you're busy doing the wrong things, procrastinating from the right things, the important things or the hard things. Um, but you could spend, let's say you spent five years writing an amazing book. You launched it, how do you know it's going to be the book that the market wants? Have you had any feedback from the market? Uh, and if you haven't, that book is not that likely to be an amazing book. Whereas if you collated feedback from your market, your audience, you maybe wrote a sort of a PDF or an, an ebook version first. You asked people for ideas, what bits do they like or not? You did some polling, you got them involved in the critique of the book, you did a version two, uh, you, you let a, a few test readers, 100 test readers read that, and then you edited it, and then you sent it to a proofreader, uh, and then they proofread it, and then they edited it again, and then you launched a version three, and the one that you've Absolutely. The one that um, you officially launch is the version three, even though it seems like the version one. That's going to be a far better book. Um, but even then, you could do a, a five-year anniversary, a 10-year anniversary. You could do a rewrite for the, for the lockdown and the quarantine. Now, if you ask anyone in engineering or, or who builds software, IT, they'll say that the software, the system, it's never finished. It is never finished because there's always improvements and updates. You know, let's look at this iPhone. There's always software updates all the time. There's hardware updates. We've probably had 15 or 20 versions of the iPhone sold to us. In the last four or five updates, this hardly changed. One button or one camera has hardly changed, but we're getting iterative improvements. Now, the quality of the iPhone that is here now would never be if they'd have wanted the um, the software and the hardware to be perfect when they start. Microsoft have been spending decades testing their software updates and their software on us. So remember, that thing that you've been putting off, that dream that you want to dream, that thing that you want to do, the, the, um, you know, your big goals, your vision, the things that you're worried about starting because you may fail or because people may judge you, start now, get perfect later. Paradoxically, you'll never be perfect, but you'll never get closer to perfection until you start. What are you waiting for? Now, a lot of people think my book, Start Now, Get Perfect Later, is for beginners. It's not. Everyone is starting something new every day. It might be readjusting your business model for the lockdown. It might be that big thing that you've been putting off. It might be the next level of business. It might be hiring an MD or a CEO or hiring your first member of staff or an outsourcer or building your personal brand online or starting your podcast or writing your book. There's a million things to start every single day. And just because you're already quite successful doesn't mean there aren't things that you're scared of trying or starting. For me, and I think this really helps you, I'm going to finish on this. If you have a mentality that things need to be perfect and pristine, 
um, and you need to get it right first time, you are really going to struggle getting your work out there. Whereas if you see everything as a test, I think you're going to put more work out there. So for me, every podcast I do, every live video I do, every title I write for my live video, the time that I do the live videos, the books that I write, the courses that I launch, the new online courses that I launch, for me, every single one is a test. If it works really well, to a certain degree, I may have got lucky or I may have done well. If it goes okay, all right, I've got a start. It done is better than perfect. And then we can improve it for version two and version three. But there is no version two or version three. Now, what I've loved about the lockdown, sorry, there is no version two or three. Let me finish that sentence, unless you start a version one. Now, I am a, a prolific tester anyway. You know, I've done, what, probably nearly a thousand podcast episodes, thousands of videos. Um, 15 books, 15 books. Um, uh, yet, when, when this lockdown happened, um, I wasn't sure if the new online courses that I was creating were going to work. I, I, I guess I had a, a sense of belief because I've been doing business 15 years and because I've got, uh, I've done 850 training days a year for the last three years. So that was that two and a half thousand training days in three years. So, you know, I run a successful training company, said with humility, you can always improve, of course. Um, so there was some confidence within, but there was also some trepidation. I've never launched online programs like this, even though I've wanted to for a long time. And I've never launched them in a lockdown when the world is just so disrupted. So I didn't know for sure. I didn't have 100% volition that my new online course uh, and, and webinar course, uh, those courses were going to work. So I, I made them as a two for one. I didn't know that our brand new um, weekly online mastermind, which replaced our face to face monthly mastermind. I didn't know that was going to work, even though I knew it was a better offer because it was tailored to the lockdown. Uh, our, our online e-commerce course, and we, hadn't, we haven't run an, we haven't sold online e-commerce courses since 2016. Um, and whilst we've been doing e-commerce and the courses and the training consistently since then, I didn't know in this lockdown situation if that uh, course was going to sell well. So I thought, well, we'll, um, we'll go and ask um, our communities. I did various polls. Um, you know, what courses do you want from us? What information do you want from us? What challenges do you want us to do for you? Where are you struggling? What could we solve for you? Um, so we got all the votes in and all the feedback. And then we just started launching um, the programs, the courses that we had or we could create that our market, our community told us they wanted. We brought all of our experience from the past in, but there were still some missing gaps. And we just saw everything as a test. And we do a web class, another web class, another web class. We promote it once, twice, three times. We've promoted our e-commerce course eight times now. Eight times in what, four or five weeks. And every time we promoted it, it's got a better, better at promoting. Why? Because each time we promoted it, we've got feedback from the audience. We want this, we want this, we want this. This is useful, this is not. This is good, this is bad. And so we improve it each time. But had, I was not sure but I did it anyway because I think the mantra that I live by the most is start now, get perfect later. It's even more of a mantra for me than if you don't risk anything, you risk everything. Um, because to a certain degree, starting something is not really that big of a risk, especially when you're at the beginning. To do one live video or one podcast episode or go to one martial arts class or hire one VA remotely part time. We think that's a big risk. It's not a risk at all. So. To a certain degree, my mantra of if you don't risk anything, you risk everything, 
um, you can actually break down risk into very small incremental actions which aren't risky at all. But if you don't start them, you don't get better at them. So I want you to know that whilst um, it looks like we've done well uh, since the lockdown, we have, business has actually been really good, but it's been hard and I've put a lot more effort in and I've worked harder in these last sort of five or six weeks than I had probably even since we started running the company. But I, part of that was not just necessity, part of that was opportunity, I could sense the opportunity. But to a certain degree, as we were launching all these products, which um, in my gut I felt like they would work, there was no guarantee. But I knew that if we put it out there and got the feedback, we could improve it time after time after time. So start now, get perfect later. Uh, feedback is the breakfast of champions. Your market actually knows what um, it wants from you better than you know what you, uh, you want to give it. It's to a certain degree a little bit of hubris, complacency, arrogance, ego, for you to think you know your market better than the market. So your customers, your clients, your followers, your fans, they know your market way better than you because they are your market. So I've had about six or seven conversations just in the last few days that have involved people asking me, um, oh, what, what business model do I start next? How do I start? I've got these three ideas for things I want to do. What product should I launch? What price point should it be at? I've had so many conversations like that. And um, to a certain degree, when I don't know their industry, my answer is better. Because if I know their industry, I give them the answer of my knowledge and experience. But if I don't know their industry, I have to give the same answer. You have to go and ask your market, do some polls, ask your clients. What do your clients like about what you offer? What do your clients um, not want about what you offer? Um, one client's in branding and she said, well, you know, I'm not sure people are going to be spending money on branding right now. So I need to create something new. What should it be? Well, one, she doesn't know if clients will spend on branding or not because she hasn't asked them. Uh, and two, there might be a specific area of branding that they might need. But unless you ask them, you're not going to know. Uh, and it might be more direct response marketing rather than sort of brand based advertising. So she was making a lot of assumptions about what her clients wanted and didn't want, having not asked them. Now, so I said to her, uh, call up or email all your clients, ask them what their big challenges are right now. What do they need from, from you? What would they like you to offer them? Uh, and then take that feedback on and then create the package based on the majority of what people want and need. And then you have, um, you've started, you weren't perfect. In fact, you started from a completely blank canvas. Um, and often that's the best way, by the way. Sometimes you're bringing your experience and knowledge and it actually hinders you. Sometimes coming from a completely blank canvas and just asking questions to build your product or service or launch, um, you know, or podcast or book or whatever. I always ask the community, what do they think my book should be called? What books do they want me to launch next? Always do that. Um, so I know that when I launch a book, um, I've got the majority of people already bought in. So when you think about it, start now get perfect later. It's really simple. So start now, get perfect later. Thanks for tuning in. And remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk it.